and welcome back to my second episode here in my podcast. This is going to be dedicated to my one-year anniversary. Yes, that is correct. My one-year anniversary dedicated to actually my first year living here down in Florida. So that's 365 days of living in Florida. And I just want to say, I want to start off by congratulating myself, giving me an applause. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But seriously, like I want to like congratulate myself that I've been officially here for one year, which is like so crazy to me. I, I, I honestly still can't believe it. Like I was telling my family, like, holy cow, it's been a whole year. And they're like, what? And I'm like, I know, like, it's been one year officially. It's so crazy. And like, yesterday, I was, um, I got out of work, because usually Fridays, we get out, like, you know, midday. So it's like, nice. And then I was like, well, I don't know what I should do. Like, so I came home, packed some lunch. And I went to, we have this really cool bridge. It's beautiful. Um, So I went to the bridge. I sat under some palm trees. I took my book. I took my journal and I journaled away. And I was like, what should I write about? And then I was like, I'm going to write about my first year, like my one year anniversary. And that's exactly what I did. I wrote about how this is my one year anniversary, what led up to this, how I'm feeling, what I felt when it was time to move. And um, it's crazy to me that um, it's already been one year that I have um, been living here. And it's and it's insane that, you know, I have been here for one year already. Um, and it's crazy. Like, it's, it's just crazy. But anyways, so I'm just going to talk about what led up to this and um, what led to our fam, well, my family moving down here. And uh, basically, you know, in 2020, when the whole pandemic was happening, we um, had, uh, we were trying to look for a house because our, our uh, lease in our apartment was actually up. So we found this house and um, the guy was really nice to, um, give us an opportunity to do like a rent to own type of thing. And um, he was really nice, really, really nice. And um, we found this house and it was beautiful. Like when I talk about like, we went there and I was like, Oh, I want this house. And you know, we talked to him and he said, well, we can do like a rent to own. You just have to put at least like a big down payment in order for us to like, you know, cause their plan was to like actually sell the house. So we were like, well, you know, can you let us like try to, you know, like do a rent to own? And he said, yeah. So I was like, so excited. I remember that day I went and it was so funny. Cause that same day that I woke up, I had prayed and I was like, Oh God, like I, you know, our lease is about to be up. Like, I hope we found a place. And you know, when we went there, cause originally we had gone to see his other house, which was supposed to be for just renting. And we saw it and we were like, okay, well it's, you know, it's a pretty decent house. Like um, but then he was like, yeah, I have another one that I'm selling. And then we're like, oh, can we see it? And then when we went there, I was like, this is what I want. This is what I want. You know, and sometimes I'm a little too impulsive, but yeah, I was like, well, this is what I want. And, um, he was nice enough to, like I said, he was nice enough to let us actually 
do the rent to own, you know, a whole year went by. And unfortunately, things happened, we were not able to buy the home. Um, you know, things just didn't work out, but it's okay. Like, you know, when it happened, I was like, Oh, my God, like, how come we're not going to be able to do this. But now a year later, now that I you know, again, this is my one year anniversary. Uh, now that I'm like, holy cow, like, you know, things happen for a reason. God knows what he's doing, you know, like he always knows. And now that I look back at it, I'm like, if, if we had God in the house, I would not be sitting here doing this podcast, I would not be talking about what I'm talking about at this moment, I would have not experienced every single little thing that I have experienced this whole year. And you know, leading up to that day, obviously, we couldn't buy the house. And in 2021, like the the house markets were insane. So, you know, unfortunately, the guy was like, you know, I really like you guys, but I'm gonna have to sell the house. And needless to say, like, he put the house up for for sale. And I kid you not when I tell you the house sold within like two days, it sold within two days, which was like insane, because then we were like, uh, like, what are we gonna do? Like things got more real, like we have to start like, actually like thinking like, what are we going to do? And, um, you know, we were luckily, like when we were looking, we couldn't find any apartments, which I think it has to do with like, people selling their houses because the market was insane. You know, you're, you got like, houses went up a lot. So obviously, I, in my theory, I think people were selling their houses and just moving to apartments, or maybe it was just meant to be that we had to move down here, you know, I don't know. But um, we couldn't find an apartment. And then luckily, we found another house that uh, was up for rent. And we went to go see it. The owner didn't even live here. He actually lives here in Florida. And um, we met with his like realtor. And, um, you know, the house was supposed to be just for like a single family. And the guy was actually really cool. He was like, you know, I really like you guys. So we met in person. He came down to, to his house and he met with my parents and I. And he was like, I really like you guys. Like, I'm going to give you guys this opportunity to rent this house and blah, blah, blah. And we were like, okay. So like things were like, feeling good. I was like, yes, like we found a house, we're going to be able to move there. And things looked really good, right? So it came to the day where we were about to sign the lease. And we were like, keep in mind, we were signing this lease for two years, two years. So I was there, it was only me and my mom. And I was about to sign. And then my mom, you know, being a mom, she started checking like, everything she started making everything was perfect started you know that everything was working and she noticed that like one of the cabinets that the guy had said that he was going to fix was not fixed um he said he was going to paint the house and you could tell like the house was painted like um like really like unprofessional like if someone just did it on their own instead of having like a professional company do it right so it didn't look super proper. There was stuff that we were like, oh, you said you were going to fix this. It's not fixed. And it was just a, a lot of like little things that were like not fixed that he said he was going to fix before we even signed the lease. So that gave off like a really bad vibe. And we were like, oh, I don't know, we should do this because, uh, you know, it doesn't seem like an ideal thing to do. 
Um, so I was, I, I told the realtor like, Hey, I need to go talk to my, I need to talk to my dad. Cause my dad was not there. So I was like, I need to talk to my dad, see what he thinks. And as a family, we sat down that day. Um, oh, because I didn't even mention this, but my sister was going to move with us because at the house that we were, that we were doing the rent to own, that was like a beautiful house. I mean, it was a two story house, had a finished basement. The ba- the basement was like another house basically. And so, yeah, so my sister lived with us and she was going to move with us to the new house. And I, I, you know, I shared what I, I, what me and my mom saw when we were signing, we're going to go sign the lease. And they were like, well, you know, that also doesn't give me like a good vibe. If he's not fixing stuff right now, why would he fix it on later on? And, you know, common sense. So we came to the conclusion. We're like, well, you know what? Let's not do it. And it's so funny because my brother, I love my brother. <laughs> um, he he knew about all our situation that, you know, the house that we were planning to own, um, to buy didn't work out. So he was like, as soon as he knew that was not a deal that was going to happen, he was like, you guys got to move down here. And it's so funny because he's been here for like, I think like eight years or so. So Ever since he moved, he's always been like, you guys have to come down here. Like, it's beautiful. You guys will love it. Like, come on, let's do it. And we were always like, no, no. Like, you know, what if what if it, it's not meant to be and blah, blah, blah. And so as soon as he knew it was not going to work out with the house, he was like, y'all got to come down here. You guys got to do it. And it's so funny because till this day, and it's like, I now I just laugh because he was like, he was like convincing me and convincing me. And then he was like, and I remember he told me the specific thing. He was like, um, well, everybody calls me Mina in my family. So they were like, he was like, Mina, you know, once you move down here, you're going to say, why did I not do this sooner? And it's so funny because I'm like, now, you know, like fast forward a year, I'm like, why did I not do this sooner? You know? <laughs> so um, and it's so funny because I always tell him and he was like, you see, and I'm like, I know. <laughs> so, so he was telling us from the get go, like, you guys got to move down here. Like, what are you guys waiting for? You guys have nothing to hold you back because not even our jobs really, because obviously like a job, like, I mean, you could find it anywhere. Right. So we were like, it's not even like our jobs are holding us back. Technically we had no home. Because the house that we were obviously going to buy technically didn't exist anymore because it wasn't ours, right? So so he and my sister-in-law were always telling us, just move down here. This is the time to do it. And, you know, as a whole family, like it was my mom, my dad, me, my sister, her husband, her kids. Um, we were like, should we do it? Should we not do it? You know, and and... I mean, all of them, all of them were on board. They were like, well, let's do it. Like, we have nothing to lose. Um, it's all up to Melissa. And I was like, oh, great, y'all. Like, thanks for putting the pressure on me. Like, you know, I'm like, okay, I know you guys are scared, but you guys are just pushing it on me to, like, be like, oh, well, if Melissa do, does it, like, we'll do it. And I'm just like, oh, gosh, like, you guys are just putting way too much pressure on me. So, you know, and I and, and I spoke with my boyfriend and I was like, hey, how do you feel about this? And it, obviously, like, it's super hard. It's super hard because, you know, you're, you're going from a relationship where you see your partner 
every single day, every single day, you know, we lived, we used to live like 10 minutes away from each other. So, you know, like, it's like, oh, I want to see you. I want to see you too. Like, and then you just go to each other's houses and you have them right there or, oh, you know, like today, why don't we go do a fun activity and we go do it. And it's like so many things were going through my mind, like what's going to happen with my relationship? How are we going to make this work out? Like now I'm going to have to take flights if I go down to Florida, like we're going to have to, you know, probably sacrifice to seeing each other like once a month or we're going to, are we going to be texting all the time? Are we going to, is our relationship going to be the same, you know, because you're not having like a physical, um, it's not, it's not like a physical relationship, you know, because obviously you can't hug them or you can't hold their hand physically, but it's going to be more emotionally. And it's hard. I mean, it's a challenge. Like, you know, it, it's, and, and, and it was like something that I was like, oh gosh, like, you know, is this going to work? I mean, thankfully to this day, like everything has worked out and like, I'm thankful, but those were the things that were going through my head. And obviously, you know, he offered a lot of stuff like, oh, why don't you stay and this and that. But I'm like, you know, my whole family is moving down there. And I actually, my uncle, um, and it's so funny because my brother, he's always convincing everyone. I love him. <laughs> but a year before that, he actually convinced my uncle and my aunt and their, uh, their, their kids to move down here. So they had been here for like almost a year before we moved down here. So you know, and my uncle was also like, you guys need to move down here. Like you guys would not regret it. And, um, you know, so we did it. We, we did it. And, and it was so funny because the day that I told my family, like, okay, I've made a decision. Let's go to Florida. Like this is take my word right now, because if you do not, I am not going to do it later on. So they were like, all right, well, let's do it. If you're, if you're going to do it, let's, we're going to do it. And I was like, all right, we're going to do it, but <laughs> let's do it because they're all, if, if, I, if I keep overthinking it, I'm not going to do it, you know? So it was like an, an impulsive, like, all right, we're doing it. So then once we said we're doing it, it's my brother was actually on vacation at that time. So he went from his vacation stay to um, Illinois and he started helping us pack all our stuff. And, you know, we started grabbing all our stuff and moving it to a storage because keep in mind, like this was like such an impulsive decision where we didn't know where we were going to live in Florida. We didn't have a place. We didn't have a job. All we were taking was our few pair of clothes. You know what you like, obviously you needed like your clothes. That's about like, and not even like half our clothes. I'm talking about like some of our clothes and that's all we took and um so you know everything like our beds our couches our tvs girl you know in the house that i used to live in that we were renting like i used to live in i was sleeping in the master room so i mean i'm talking about like i had like my bed my desk my tv like all these other things that i couldn't bring to florida because again, I didn't know what to expect when I was going to come here. I didn't know where we were going to live. Like we, we didn't even have a place. So, um, you know, we put everything in a storage and, uh, like the days just leading up to like when we were, we had to be out of the house, you know? And I, and I also was like, Oh my God, like, what am I going to do with my job? Like, I love my job. And, 
uh, like, you know, I was such in a good place. Like I, I love the doctor I used to work for. Dr. Williamson, such a nice guy, super smart, super intelligent. It's super nice that, you know, he believed in me to be a great dental assistant and, you know, very smart. He took his time showing me like, this is how you do stuff and explaining. And, um, you know, I can just see myself like in his office. So when it was time to tell him like, Hey, like, you know, my family and I, obviously I explained the whole situation and we have to go to Florida and I can just see myself like in his office crying. Cause I cried. Like I cried when I told him, like I, I was like, I'm oh, so heartbroken, but obviously like I couldn't stay. Like I, I could not afford it, you know? And, um, so yeah, I mean, leading up to that day, I remember the day that we left the house, you know, that we left the keys. I remember that day we, uh, we went out for breakfast in the morning. So after we left the keys there for the new, um, for the owner Marlon, when we left the, when we left the, um, the keys there and we left, um, I remember, I remember we went out for breakfast that day as a whole family. It was my brother, his wife, um, their kids, my sister, her husband, their kids, uh, my parents and I. And we went out for breakfast and my parents left that day right after we ate. And I stayed a whole week after that because I obviously had to finish my job. Like I had to finish my work. Like, you know, my boss was just too nice of a person that I couldn't just like leave a day to another. So I gave him two weeks of a notice and then I finished and then um, we drove down here. So when we drove down here, it was just my sister, my brother-in-law and my boyfriend. So we all drove down here. And the whole time I was driving down here, I was like, holy cow, holy cow, holy cow. Like, I cannot believe I'm doing this, you know? And when I got here, I actually took off two months off of work, which was insane. Like, I took off two two whole months off of work. Um, and I was just, like, enjoying life. Like, feeling like I'm on a vacation when in reality, like, I'm going to live here. This is going to be my, my, uh like my home, you know, and like, sometimes it's so funny, but I still have to remind myself that it's not a vacation, Melissa, this is your hometown, this is your new home. Because like, I live like 20 to 25 minutes away from the beach. Um, On a day where there's traffic, I mean, like 35 up to 40 minutes, I guess it just really depends. But if we plug it into Google right now, I'm like about 20, 25-ish minutes away from the beach. So, you know, sometimes I still have to remind myself this is not like a dream. Like you live here. And so, yeah, so I took two months off. Um, with the clothes that I brought, I obviously brought my scrubs because that was like, I was like, you know, I just took this dental assisting course. Like I cannot just throw it away. Like I got to actually find a job that is going to be in the same career field that I went to school for, you know? And, um, like after two months, like, and and it's scary, you know, because 
I mean, I, I'm so thankful because since my first job, I've always had like such good luck finding a job. And, um, but moving to a whole new state, like I had to like put myself out there, like, you know, really like push myself and put my resume out there and, and, you know, like present myself, like, who am I? What can I bring to your office? And what I have to give from myself, right? So it was like, really hard. Um, I actually found a job. Like, honestly, like right after I started applying. And I went for a couple days to do like a work interview. And the doctor was pretty cool. I mean, the office was like way bigger than the office that I was at before I moved and like super up to technology really cool I was like whoa you know like this is seems like it'd be a good idea but um wait I I I don't know I I was after I went there for a couple days for a work interview I was like yeah this is not this is not it so after that thankfully I found another doctor and she's really amazing at what she does she's really nice very smart and she has really, really, really good morals. Um, so fast forward to the to the year that I live here now, that it's been 365 days. I can say that if I could go back a year to the person that I was, to the other version of myself a year ago, I would want to hug her and tell her everything's going to be okay. And you're going to do just fine. And because now it's crazy. Like, and I told this to everyone, like, once you move from a different state, it opens up your mentality. It opens up the way that you see life. Because, I mean, like, for I speak for myself because I, um, I lived in a really small hometown where, uh, I've been there for 20 years and everything that I saw was the exact same thing all the single time, the same exact people. So when you come here, you're like, holy cow, I don't even know these people. And that's just one town. And when you start to think about it, it's just one town. And then you don't even know those half of those people that are in your town. And then what about the other towns? And then you're like, what about the whole state? And then there's like, the other states and and then america's just one country and then you think about like there's more countries in the world you know and then you're like and then this is just one universe and then you're like if you think about it we have a lot to experience in this life because sometimes we're so and it's so you know what i've noticed because now i'm reading and um you know trying to better myself every single day But the book that I've been reading, it's like, sometimes we're so focused on either the past or we're so focused on the future that we don't experience like what's in front of us at the moment of our lives. We don't experience what's happening around us. What, you know, like now that I like, I'm starting to like learn who I am, like, and trying to like know who I am and what I like and what I don't like and what satisfies me and what doesn't. And, you know, just being able to feel the heat 
of of the of like what the sun gives you and hearing like nature and actually paying attention to what's happening in your present time is like the most beautiful thing. So to end this podcast, I just want to say that if if you ever have the chance to move out of your city that you've been in there for a while, I would say just do it. Don't think about it and just do it and go for it. And everything that you want to experience in this life, because sometimes we're so like, oh, I want to do something, but let me ask someone else if they want to do it with me. Instead of being like, no, I want to do this and I want to experience this because I want to do it. Because I want to feel what it feels to be able to do it, you know? Like, if you if you were to ask me, like, even like a couple months ago, like, oh, I want to go walk the bridge because that bridge that I'm talking about, it's huge. Like, it's really big. And I've always, I was always telling my family, like, I want to walk the bridge, but nobody would want to go with me. And then, you know, that discourages me. But now I'm like, well, if I want to walk the bridge, I'm going to go walk the bridge. If I want to go run, I'm going to go run by myself. If I want to experience, I don't know, going to a museum, I'm going to go to a museum because I want to do it. I want to find what I like to do. And I think that we should all live up to what we want to feel and what we want to experience. I mean, I love talking to my brother because my brother, he's honestly like he motivates me every single time we talk. So shout out to my brother. But he's very big on like, we got to live life to the fullest. We only live one life. And I know that sounds repetitive because a lot of people say that, but we honestly really do. And once we start to see how beautiful life is, like there's no going back. You know, you think about how everything happens so quick. And as we get older, we see a lot of people passing away. And it just makes you think like, we're only here for a while. Let's make the best of it. Let's be ourselves. Let's be our own best friend. Find out what you like and what you don't like. I mean, I would always say I hate country because I think that's like a stereotypical thing to say. But now I realize and I'm like, I like country. I love it. You know, and now I'm starting to be like, well, what do I like? Who am I? Who am I? And who do I want to become? You know, I, I, I spend a lot of years of my life trying to be liked by my friends and or thinking like what I was supposed to be like so my friends could like me or for anybody to like me but now in reality it's like well what do I don't care what other people like I don't care what other people think I don't care if they think that I should be doing something else than what I'm doing I don't care if they um you know think that I should be with someone else that I'm who I'm with or whatever like who cares because at the end of the day it's your happiness it's your life and we just got to be happy. And, and, this, and this is the same thing that takes me to why I'm doing this podcast is just to kind of like journal like my, my journey to self-love and finding out who I am. Um, so this concludes like my one year anniversary and it gets so emotional because I'm just like, I just still can't believe it. And I'm like, ah, so I feel very happy. I want to say that I'm happy. And I am like about to cry right now. <laughs> but 
you know, I, I, I don't know if, if anybody would even listen to this. I have no idea. I, I'm honestly just documenting for myself that maybe because now that I read my my past journal entries and I'm talking about like I have some from like 2018 and I read those and I'm like, wow, you know, I would want to hug that version of me. Oh, and then actually, before I go, um, I do want to say that, you know, I turned 24 from my last podcast that I had recorded. And when I was on the airplane, and I was thinking um, on my 24th birthday, I was like, wow, I'm 24, but I'm not just 24. I'm 21. I'm 16. I'm 15. I'm 14. I'm 12. I'm all those versions of me are inside of me that, I mean, I used to love to shuffle when I was like 14, 15, but that version of that person still lives within me. The little girl that I was, I used to love drawing and I had an obsession with native Americans still lives within me. That little kid that you were still lives within you. And I think that we should live up to that and that we should we should make that other past versions of ourselves happy. Happy of who we are becoming, but most importantly of who we are at the moment and really just soak up everything that's going around us. Um, so, I mean, that concludes my one-year anniversary. I don't know, maybe if this... Maybe I'll be back in my second year anniversary and update what that's all about. But for now, it is July 30th and happy anniversary to me and my family. But other than that, um, have a blessed day on this beautiful Saturday.